Queensland. 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 It's just an exciting place to live. Fantastic. ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland. Having a word in your ear about the English language on this Thursday afternoon, Professor Rolly Sussex, hello. Now, today we're talking about the letter U and yes. how we pronounce it, depending usually what's around it. And where it comes from mm. and which part of the English-speaking world it's being used in. There are all sorts of variables which make it a bit a bit tricky. Okay, how um, old is the letter oh, U? It, it goes back to Latin times. Um, the early Roman manuscripts had the letter U, which later became a V. Veni, vidi, vici, which means I came, I saw, I con- conquered, mm. was veni, vidi, wiki, and with, spelt with a U in earlier, earlier and classical Latin. And the letter V is a later thing. And, and a W, of course, is a W because it has two U's, U and U. Why, would the, why the change then? Because there were distinctive sounds which started to emerge. Some, some of them were W or U and some of them were V. And the, the, uh, the alphabet sort of developed to, to accommodate that. Mm. But W is still a W, even though it looks like two V's. There when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. And you do see that often, don't you, in old manuscripts? You yes, see the, yes. the V there. Oh, yes. So, yeah. so you, the, the U in Latin was either the, letter, the sound U as in urbis, which is a city, but it was also in weni, wiki, wiki. You know, it was a, a word sound, more like a, a W. Uh, so that it's, it's been around for a very long time. And uh, in, in modern English, of course, it re- represents some words from Latin, some words from um, from uh, French, and some words from the Germanic base, you know, which is where English came from, Proto-Germanic, with where languages like German and, and Scandinavian languages came from. Uh, and all of this started because I was listening to the uh, the the uh, installation of President Trump, mm-hmm. and the, all of the American commentators were saying inauguration. And I thought, I don't say it like that. I say inauguration. Mm. But then it actually comes from a Latin word, augur, A-U-G-U-R, augur, not augur. And the augur, but then auguri, auguri is an act of divination where, you know, you you cast the the chicken entrails and see which way they're going to suggest the future is going to go. So auguri, but augur, it's all complicated. Mm. So so is there a... A, a definite rule. But well, beginning for the word inauguration, then, because mm. I'd have done the gy inauguration. I so would I, and that was yeah. the way it was, and that's the way our dictionaries say, and the British dictionaries, and the American dictionaries. But mm. the but the sound y before before the letter u is in fact in some sort of strife, because we've got some words which do have it. For example, usual, mm. but unusual, unusual. Right, and the un bit comes from Germanic, so that it's got an a uh sound, but the u one comes from French, and so it's usual and usury. You no, know, when you're you're lending money and 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 charging exorbitant exorbitant rates for it, um, up is a good old Germanic word, so that it's not up, but it's up. Um, but then umbilical should mm. should that be umbilical? Well, it's actually umbilicus. Umbilicus, I think, in French, from Latin umbilicus, from the Latin u. Mm. So you've got to know a little bit about where the words come from and also something about their usage. Um, acupuncture is another one. Do you put in the year in acupuncture? Yes, acupuncture, I, I would say. Mm. But uh, I have heard acupuncture. Acupuncture, And that yes. seems to be becoming yeah. more prevalent. And especially when it's in a st- syllable which isn't stressed. Mm. So inauguration, the, mm. the strong one is the ration one. So the, next, the syllable next to the stressed one is always the weakest. And inauguration... 
doesn't sound you you need to listen twice to work out if the mm. year is there or not and likewise ac- acupuncture stands out stands out a bit more to me I, I, acupuncture feels very much better mm, i think so too but again if the syllable is stressed it's going to be pretty pretty evident now um, there there are some place names which are interesting they go one way or the other so uluru and I'm pretty sure, sure that the, the U pronunciation without year is from the, uh, from the appropriate origin, uh, Aboriginal language. Uh, I don't know whether it's Arundhati or one of the others. Mm-hmm. Uzbekistan is an U. Um, mm-hmm. Ulaanbaatar, which is the capital of Mongolia. And uh, Urumqi, U-R-U-M-Q-I, which is the capital of Xinjiang in the west of China. So that's an U. So all of those have U. But then mm. Uganda. Yes. Ukraine, which, by the way, is not the Ukraine. Um, Ukrainians themselves say, look, if you put in the, it makes it sound like a region rather than a country, like mm. the Caucasus or, you know, the Pilbara. We, want, we are a proper country. Please call us just Ukraine. It's strange how some places feel like they need the the. Yeah. the. Yeah, the, the, in yeah. front of them. I think that's possibly, but no, there aren't many, apart from plurals like the United Arab Emirates, the United States of America, the mm. Gander, no, the Gambia. The Gambia. Uh, there aren't too many with the. Mm. And Ukraine is one which, by request of the people who live there, loses its the. So yes. we'll try and respect, respect it. that. Also, by the way, Uruguay, mm. which is Uruguay in Spanish, Uruguay, we put in a year in front of it. Why would that be? Well, it comes from a Romance language. It's like those French words which we've borrowed, like usual, so put in a year. But it's, it, this actually affects, of course, whether you're going to say an unusual mm. event or a usual event, because year, although we don't write the year, is a consonant. And you use a before a consonant, so a usual event, but an unusual event. Oh, <laughs> dear old English. You is a so, lot more complicated than we, I thought. We haven't finished yet because... In American English, after T and D and S and Z, and to some extent N, they get rid of the year entirely. Hmm. So it is tune, not a tune, and a dune, which is the, the, the lumpy bits of sand by the yes. sea. Um, and they, they, an A. But sand dune sounds ridiculous. It's what they say. Sand dune. It what about. Sand dune. Okay, well, the, sand the, the really dune. tricky one is N U D E. Mm. Uh, for, for me, that's nude. Nude. Uh, nude. But the, Sydney used to have an, an N-U-D-E surfing carnival in February, and they mm. always called it the nude carnival. And a lot of people in Australia are starting to follow this. It's an Americanism. Mm. But uh, are you in, are you prefer nude or nude? Uh, I'd probably go nude yeah. rather than nude. You're on the cusp of, of yes. you know, the, the N tends to lead the way. Yeah. Uh, but mm. then again, you, you get uh, with, you'd say tune and dune. You wouldn't say tune and dune. I, I would probably um, J the T. Mm-hmm. It might end up being a tune, yes. a, a CH sound rather than yes. a J. And a, a, and, a, and a J, which is a sort of a DZH one mm. before June. Yep. Uh, I would do that at speed. Because there simply isn't time to get the d in. It's, it's quite an uncomfortable sequence, you know. Mm. But I, I would normally say, you know, I'll play you a tune. But I'll play you a tune. A tune. A tune. Mm. It, sounds, it sounds very, it's very... It's like issue. Oh, yeah. It, well, that was... And um, what was the other Gillardism? Issue was one of them. Issue. And, and negotiation. Yeah, I did uh, that too. She, she didn't like the sh. Yeah. Um, and A-Z-U-R-E is interesting too. Asia. Mm. A, uh, or Asia. Or Azure. Or uh, oh, see, I do say um, Azure. Is that wrong? Mm, it could it's, be. It's one of, it's one of the acceptable ones. Oh, no, okay. it's what one was of, it supposed to be? Well, I, I've, I've always said Asia. Um, Asia. Uh, 
But that, that's, that sounds even, uh, um, or there is also Asia, by the way, mm. Asia. But Asia sounds like Asia, the continent. But there's also Asia. Asia. Mm. That's it's nice. a very, very messy word. And, yes. of course, because it's not heard Blue. very... Well, I'm going to go with that. Well, it's not heard very often. And no. so and you read not, it, you not, don't not, hear it. Yeah, you read it, you don't hear it. Well said. Mm. Um, so that the, there, are, there are problems with, uh, let's say, use... Mm-hmm. Yeah, now use is, is you know that this is uh, utilisation things in French, so it comes from u in French, which is basically you make e and then round your lips e u, mm-hmm. and the position for your tongue there is close to the y one, so that you tend to get use and utensil. But on the other hand, in the middle of a word, not study, student, mm. French étudiant, étudier, which is again the u sound, but it's not at the start of a word. So y is at the start of a word where it's in trouble, ugly. Right, good old Norse mm-hmm. word there. So it's not yugly or yugly. Yugly. <laughs> <laughs> and up and under. It's huge. It's huge. It's so big. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> usurp, but utter. Hmm. Um, the medical insurance people, B-U-P-A, mm-hmm. which is usually called Bupa in this country, is Bupa in, in England. Oh. They've kept the year there. Interesting. That Bupa and Bupa. Uh-huh. It's the same Ooh. place with different places. And U-B-U-N-T-U is Ubuntu, which is a name of an operating system for computers. Uh, and only only specialists really refer to that. Mm. Well, Sid has suggested here, is it Nicaragua or Nicaragua? I say Nicaragua. Mm. Um, I do the G-Y. The but in, in definitely not in Spanish because it's Nicaragua. Mm. It's a gua. There we go. Good one, Sid. Yep. Thank you. I'll, I'll write that one down as again because it's, it's worthwhile getting a list of all of the variants. I mean, A-Z-U-R-E is one of the worst words I know mm. because there are about seven different pronunciations and all of them are more or less acceptable depending on how formal you are and where you are and who you're talking to and, you know. 1300 222 612, the number to call to have a chat with Professor Rolly Sussex and ask your questions about the English language this afternoon. 1300 222 612. This is ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland having a word in your ear. Douglas from Camp Hill, hello. Hello, thank you very much. Uh, hello, Professor Rolly, I love your show. Thank you. I'm. I'm regarded in my family as a bit of a grammar Nazi, mm-hmm. and um, I was wondering about the term went extinct. Yes. I always thought species became extinct. Mm-hmm. They didn't go extinct or mm-hmm. went extinct. That's my first question. And the second one was just prompted by your conversation immediately preceding this call, mm-hmm. and that is why do Americans say buoy and when the word is buoyancy mm. or buoyant, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's always baffled me too. Right. Um, the word was borrowed from Dutch, and if you remember that New York was originally New Amsterdam, and there were mm. quite a lot of Dutch speakers in New York early on and in, the, in New England, and in fact, the only American president who wasn't a native speaker of English was Martin Van Buren, who spoke Dutch. He was about Life the sixth president. Yeah, yes. look, I mean, but you're quite right. <laughs> B in Dutch it's B O E I, and O E in Dutch is pronounced O. So in Dutch it's Bui, and the Americans have followed the Dutch pronunciation for B U O Y. But once you get to buoyancy, of course, they 
spell it our way and pronounce it our way, and buoy becomes a kind of oddity. Buoyancy would be terrible. No, no, to no, try no to terrible. Say. Buoyancy. Mm. They say buoyancy as well. But then again, what's happened to the U? Because buoyancy, it's almost as if the U is not there, and the U is only preserved in our spelling because we borrowed the word from Dutch in a slightly different spelling long, long time ago. There we go. It's nice to know, though, because when you yeah. hear buoy, you always think, I mean, I do, I think, buoy, why? Yeah. Leave, why would you say Leave like the that? buoy to port. Ooh, what are we doing? Um, as to going, we used to become extinct, yes, um, but more recently, particularly where we're talking about uh, the, mm. the consequences of the disappearance of the dinosaurs and so on, yes. went extinct is, is becoming a, it, it started off being a bit kind of colloquial, but it's becoming more common. Maybe and because we say you know, they went the way of the dinosaurs. Mm. There, there, there are the wets. It's possible yeah, that, that it's contaminated it. Mm. But certainly went extinct is now, I, I, I wouldn't write it for preference, but I've, I've heard people say it. And maybe even David Attenborough, who's one of my heroes. Um, well, if, if Sir David's I'm not, saying... I'm not sure about that. I'll have to check. Mm. They're good questions, though. Thank you, Douglas. Josephine's a Caribbean. Hi. Oh, hello. Uh, I've heard... Two of your announcers pronouncing the noun from pronounce in a different way from what I was taught. Mm -hmm. So could Roly please pronounce the noun, noun. from pronounce? Mm -hmm. It's pronunciation. Thank you. That's and what I thought. Right. Don't they sang pronunciation? They are. Twice mm. I've heard it from your station. Well, I did it once about oh. 10 years ago and the phones <laughs> ran hot. And this was because brain and tongue had got out of synchronization, I'm afraid. It does happen. Oh. But no, th this is one of the ones where uh, there is a, a difference of spelling and a difference of pronunciation between pronunciation mm. between the noun and the verb. Uh, because of the OU spelling, I wouldn't be surprised to hear pronunciation becoming an accepted alternative. Mm. It's one of the ones like, uh, um, oh dear. I've forgotten one. But you know, there are things in English which yes. creep in, you know, like agreeance. There we are, rather than agreement. Mm. But well picked up, and uh, thank yeah. you for not naming those people, Josephine. I appreciate it because one of them was probably me. Noel at Belmont, hello. Yes, hello there. Thanks for taking my call. Welcome. Um, I go on to an uh, American car site, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, the Americans, uh, when they go to car shows, they say, we drug home an old body. Mm. D-A-U-G, and mm. you know, say we dragged home, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't hear it spoken, but I hear it typed, I see it typed a lot on the, uh, on mm -hmm. the internet. Yeah. Uh, you don't talk about drug racing, of course. <laughs> it's drug, drag racing. Yeah, no, it's uh, just uh, old bodies, you know. It's like old bodies, old yes. Or something. Yeah. Now, there are a number, a small number of verbs which are different between the Americans and us. Mm. And drag is one of them. And I think most, most Americans would probably say dragged, yes. except for the car enthusiasts who do know we, we drug home a, a, you know, a 1912 mm. automobile yes, body or something. Like that, yes. um, there are, you do have um, dive dove, he dove into the water, that's American. Mm -hmm. And then there's a past tense of fit, which is fit. Last year I bought a coat and it fit me very well then, it doesn't anymore, mm -hmm. rather than fitted. fitted. Yeah. And the Americans also use spit as a past tense, he spit on the, on the ground rather All than right. spat. So there's a few verbs, yes. um, mm -hmm. and some of them, uh, the strong verbs change the vowel, right, like, like drag, drug. And for us, drag is a weak verb, it just goes dragged. Mm -hmm. For the Americans, or for some Americans, it's a strong verb and it goes drug. But it's, it's uh, not for all Americans, and I suspect the American dictionaries wouldn't regard it as a favoured form. It, you can hear maybe a, that Midwestern accent. We drug, it, we drug it home. Yeah. One of, hey, very good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Watching way too much uh, car 
Car TV, <laughs> as it turns out. Thank you, Noel. Malcolm is from Harvey Bay. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, my question regards accents. Yes. The, the bad one I just did? You there, Malcolm? No, we've lost we him lost after all that. No, okay. Well, we'll hopefully Malcolm will call back. Uh, Gary is at Harvey Bay. Hi, Gary. Hi, Kelly. Riley, how are you? Very well. Um, oh, geez, we're on a bit of a yank bag, uh, bandwagon here. Um, I um, spent a little bit of time in America a couple of years ago, and uh, uh, I was actually on a cruise ship, and there was a restaurant called Aqua. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they pronounced it Aqua. Aqua. And where's the R? Mm. Aqua. Okay. Aqua. Um, this is, I think, because um, in America there's a very strong presence of Spanish, and uh, the word in Spanish is agua, with an R. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. so that words which are borrowed from Spanish or other Romance languages, the Americans sometimes uh, have a pronunciation like baton, which is closer than baton, which we used to say. Yeah. That's closer to the French. And so agua um, is, I think, the way is standard in America. I'll have to double-check that one. But yeah. uh, the, the, there are, are words which, um, particularly, they would say nacho, for example. We say yep. nacho. Yeah. And nacho is definitely the Spanish way of, of pronouncing it. I'd say nachos. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you are. Nachos rather than Classy. nachos. Nachos is hard. It's yeah, no, I say nachos, yeah. yeah. Well done. Okay, but agua is, is, I would expect, an imitation of the, the Spanish word, which is very similar. Good question. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye. Gary from Harvey Bay. Anne is at Bridgman Downs. Hi, Anne. Hi. I have a new grandson, uh, and his name is S A M. U-E-L. Mm-hmm. Now, I say Samuel, mm-hmm. does, and I got into trouble from my son, who, who's the father, and he said, well, why do you and Auntie Mary always say Samuel? It's Samuel. What Sam- is it? Oh, okay. Oh, Samuel. That's in other interesting. Words, there's two syllables rather than three. It mm. is Samuel. Mm. Yeah, well, um, I, I would, my generation says Samuel, and I bet, I bet Kelly does as well. I just said but, Samuel rather than yeah, Samuel. Yeah, Samuel, right. So Samuel is... is um, the, there is a, a rule in, in English about unstressed vowels when they're weak. Sometimes they, they're so weak they get lost. So secretary, mm. right, secretary, not, yes. not secretary sort of thing. And uh, medicine battle, becomes Raleigh. medicine, sorry? It's a losing battle. It's a losing battle. I but try, I try with my daughter. I'm sure mm-hmm. other people have this issue, issue with their kids <laughs> as well. Trying to get her to say cemetery. Uh, yes. secretary, mm. and, and she just says, nobody else says it mm. like that, Mum, yeah. it's just you. Yeah, and I think in, in careful <laughs> speech, uh, certainly religious speech, Samuel mm. is, is, you know, the book of Samuel, Samuel. not Samuel, uh, but the faster you go, the shorter that little vowel gets, and Samuel becomes Samuel. And Maybe you can just call him Sam. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, tempted, but no. Oh, <laughs> God, that's even a greater sin, is it? But that, that's wow, interesting. Wow, lots of sins. <laughs> What are you going to do, Anne? Are you, just, are you going to have to learn to say Samuel? Samuel, yes. Samuel. Samuel. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, his, his little brother goes something like that. So his, his little yeah, well, Samuel is, is, yeah. is perhaps slightly harder to say. Samuel is, is simpler. Mm. And if the parents want it that way, it's a bit like Colin Powell. Mm. I think That's we'd better follow up. Good luck, Anne. Good luck. Poor Nana's mm. pa's. They get in such trouble. Uh, let's go to, who have we got next? It's Don, another one from Harvey Bay. Hi, Don. Yeah, g'day. Uh, g'day, Kelly and Raleigh. Hello. Uh, my question is regarding a word 
or a disagreement about a word in Scrabble, mm. uh, you go to the word mathematics yes. uh, and you go to maths, M-A-T-H-S. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have often seen it written in a book, you do the math, mm-hmm. yeah. mm, math or maths. That's Americanism again. What's, what's correct? Yeah, the Americans have done this. Um, <laughs> lots and lots of disciplines like ethics and aesthetics and mm. statistics and mathematics, right, mm. um, have an S on the end. But the Americans have decided that math, you know, particularly in the phrase to do the math, meaning to make a calculation, uh, that's becoming, it's not only standard there, it's starting to be used here as well. The, the discipline in schools, we still do maths, mm-hmm. but there are lots and lots of teenagers I've heard talking about, oh, I've got math homework tonight. Yes. Um, so that this is an Americanism which is coexisting and may well become at least a 50-50 partner. So uh, is there a correct version at the moment? Uh, dictionaries prefer maths. Maths with the S. Don, are you holding the line on that one? Well, um, my dictionary doesn't even say math, M-A-T-H. It mm. just says maths. Yeah. But, mm. um, so can I use that in Scrabble legally or not? Uh, if the Chambers Dictionary says you may, then yes. But then Chambers is an American dictionary anyway, so it may have a bias. <laughs> Good luck, Don. Thank you. <laughs> It's Don from Harvey Bay. John at Wishart. Afternoon. Oh, hello, Cal and uh, Rolly. Yes. Now, when I went to school, Rolly, I was taught when speaking about the number of people at a football match, it wasn't amount, it was number. Mm-hmm. Is amount now acceptable? Nope, it is not. Amount you use with things which can't be counted. So, you know, an amount of butter, an amount of beer, an amount of air, an amount of water, but a number of people, anything that can be, that can be uh, you know, divided in and made into a plural, like, like I don't know, birds or whatever. Uh, but mm. there is a growing tendency to, for these, like, fewer and less, uh, which are getting mixed up. So amount and number, I'm afraid, are getting, getting mm. uh, blurred as well, particularly in fast speech. But you're right, John. But eventually you'll be wrong. Yeah, then I've got <laughs> another thing, Rowley. Yes. Uh, often people talk about vulnerability yeah, instead yes. of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Where did the L go? Because when you've got two consonants together at the, in the middle of a word, the first one is sometimes under threat and is lost. So ar- Arctic becomes Arctic. Mm. And millionaire becomes millionaire, and I'm afraid Australia becomes Australia. Mm. So le, yeah, there's two consonants together. The first one uh, sometimes falls out, uh, particularly when it's at the end of one syllable. So Australia, right? and then yeah, starting the next one, mm. and so vulnerable. That's where that's where the the weakness is in careful speech and on this station. Oh, you yes. would expect vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yes, you would. Sometimes you even hear people know that there's there's a there's a two sort yeah. of two parts to it and mm. they will go vulnerable <laughs> which is terrible but you hear it yeah thank you john bill i think at Kashmir. hello to you oh good afternoon kelly and professor ollie hello yes um look i have a uh the term brick a brack mm-hmm. i remember as a child growing up uh seeing that around obviously op shops and second-hand shops and mm. in my work uh, I'm, I'm out and about but you don't see it very often and when you do I think where does that term come from it's b-r-i-c a hyphen a a hyphen b-r-a-c Correct. Where does that term come from, Rob? it comes from french and in french it was a brique et a braque and it's one of these you know sort of slightly varying things it doesn't mean anything by itself but the whole phrase in french means at random 
So bric-a-brac, which we, today. which is only a noun in English, it means sort of bits and pieces, um, the sort of stuff in a, an antique shop. Some of which might be they no, they're, they're stuff from all over the place, different types of, of things. Mm. And so it's French, and it's nineteenth century, and we've actually taken it over into English and turned it into something which the French didn't have before. There we go. Rolly Sussex, thank you so much. Now, are you enjoying Facebook so far? I'm blown away by it. Mm. And thank you to everybody for their greetings and you know, what took you so long type of thing. <laughs> Thanks to Kelly for doing it to me. <laughs> You're welcome. It was a bit of, right, Rolly, I'm setting you up on Facebook. And we'll uh, see and there I goes. went. No. Yeah, so lovely. Now, if you want to find Rolly on Facebook so you can listen back to uh, other programs of a word in your ear, then you go facebook.com slash Rolly Sussex, one word, or just putting your search engine on Facebook, Rolly Sussex, you will find him. So we'll put these programs there. You can also find them on iTunes, the podcast on iTunes. So you'll find the last 50 sitting there ready to go so you can have a listen. Rolly and I know of one gentleman who listened to us from, I think it was from Darwin to Adelaide. That's right, while driving his car. Listen the whole One time. after the other. Exactly. So, But a good place to catch up on what's happening. We'll put other language posts in there. If something catches Rolly's attention, he'll, blo- he'll post about that as well. You might have a question. Uh, we'll get to you on that. So you know, find him there and say hello. Last word? Please do. An American courtroom where the witness had been nodding rather than actually saying something. And so the lawyer said, all your responses must now be oral. All right. What school did you go to? And the witness said, oral. Thanks, Rolly. (laughs) You're with Kelly Higgins-Devine on ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland.